This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. What's up? Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. This week, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, David Chessmore, a.k.a. DC, a.k.a. Crushmore. Uh, he's someone that has fun with everything he does, and business is no exception. So much so that he could not go without the sounds available to him on the digital podcast mixer that we have. So you'll hear those <laughs> throughout the episode. Ain't nobody got time to not have fun. Uh, he's also someone that thinks really big. So it's only fitting that today he would talk about having an abundance mentality. David would be the first to tell you that he's made tons of mistakes in this business. And as we all know, the people that are willing to fail the most and persist through those failures are the ones that end up being the most successful. So it's no wonder that as of right now, David Chessmore has the number two team in all of family heritage. He's got a huge heart. He's got a student mindset. So when he messes up, he learns from it. He moves forward with new information and without getting discouraged by the toxicity that comes from scarcity, he knows that there is more good than bad and behind every no comes the opportunity for another yes. He realizes that there is more than enough territory to go around and he knows that massive things are possible in this business. He's willing to do whatever it takes to attain them. So listen up. Here is DC. What's up? Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. I am sitting here in Arlington, Texas with David Chessmore. What's up, Chessmore? A.K.A. Crushmore. Crushmore. Man, that is like the best name. Shout out to McKenzie Buck for giving me that name. I'm still trying to think of a sweet one for her, but I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are yeah. you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. It's, uh, I, uh, I asked Chessmore if he'd come on and, and just talk about abundance mindset. He's someone that always... When it comes to people working in an area, has an abundance mindset. When it comes to production, has abundance mindset. When it comes to recruiting, has an abundance mindset. And uh, I think this uh, should be helpful for a lot of people. So thanks for talking about it. Awesome. Super excited to be here. I, um, <clears throat> As we kind of got before, kind of going through the outline, just, um, you know, I think you can, you can just have abundance in every aspect of your life, uh, but especially – um, you know, especially our family heritage, understanding that, you know, I've been here for now five years. Um, I, I tell this kind of funny joke about uh, Jared Nelson. Uh, he came in the first time he met me. Uh, I was like, who is this guy? What's going on here? Right. And I think he came in and his, I think it was his second or third day. He did like eight or 9,000. It was some crazy number, 12,000. He was super excited, super stoked. Right. Um, and they found out he was like number 17 or 18 out of, you know, everybody has to read the list. And, uh, you know, five years ago, you know, writing 8,000 in a week was phenomenal. Right. Um, you know, just so having that abundance mindset, I think is just really important. Um, you know, you hear a lot of story. I mean, everyone's to the story about, you know, breaking the mile under four minutes, right. What happened that, that following, 
uh, the following year, right? Multiple people broke that. And you see that throughout, you know, our career with Family Heritage is that it's not that it's impossible, right? We just got to think big. Yeah, and someone's got to do it, and then a bunch of people do. Yeah, right. and, and why not you, right? right. Um, and I think that's, you know, just really in, you know, every aspect of so just looking at uh, as, you know, here in Family Heritage is, you know, if this is your, you know, first day in the field or you've been here for four or five years, understanding that every record out there can and will be broken. Right. Right. Who just, who, who's going to be willing to do it first and have that big mindset, right? So I tell everyone, number one is the word mindset is in the mind. So first off, you got to stop, you know, even before this, you know, before this podcast, it's, Dylan said, you ready? I'm like, nope, right? And he <laughs> said, hey, big mindset, right? And so just, it sounds simple, but catching yourself, Right. When you see those big numbers, 40, 50, 60,000, yeah, of course Dylan can do it. It's Dylan Buck, right? <laughs> right of, course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, we finally get to use those, right? <laughs> uh, and I think just, you know, understanding that instead of looking at that and saying, man, that's a crazy number. Yeah, that's nothing, right? And I think having an abundance mindset is also breaking things down, right? You take, you take, uh, take 50,000. For example, let's break down real quick 50,000 in a week. Right, um, uh, you know, it's when you break those number down, it's ten thousand a, a day, right? If you're working five days, right? If you break that down into you know working a ten hour a day, right? That's not one app an hour, right? That that fifty thousand got pretty simple, right? Just breaking it down. So I think just having that mindset and catching yourself, like when you get out in the field, getting excited and saying, "Man, I'm I'm going to breaking records today." And understanding that, you know, when you're setting those big goals that you need to break them down to to have those big results. And understanding that it's just those little things that create that, that massive abundance mindset. Right. Yeah, it seems sometimes like it's magical. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's uh, at the end of the day, once someone does it and then does it consistently, it just becomes the new normal. And then it's what people expect. So um, when it comes to, I mean, one thing that I really appreciate about you, uh, Crushmore, is you know, just the way that you talk about territory and the way that you feel about territory, whether someone is coming into your area and working, will you mind just kind of elaborating and sharing a little bit about what you think about someone coming to work in, in your area or someone that you work with this area? Yeah, I get I love stories. Um, you know, I hear this all the time. I think, you know, you and McKenzie worked in an area, a small little town, was it 2,500? Yeah, 2,500. Um, I think we wrote a total of 120,000 there in yeah and so it's just having that's a great example that you know just having that abundance mindset understanding I, I love sharing these numbers um i'm gonna say uh this came from rob schmidt so if these numbers aren't correct go go, go chase after him <laughs> um, but you know one percent dylan of all the united states uh currently has supplemental coverage only 20 percent of the united states knows about supplemental coverage aflac has about eighty thousand agents and i think you know we have about currently about two thousand and I'm, again, these are just crazy numbers out there, but I'm assuming there's probably 150 to 200,000, you know, people actively or more selling a supplemental coverage and only 1% know, right? And so I think- 1% under, have it. Right? 1% have it, yeah, right. and only yeah, 20% yeah. know. Uh, and so I think understanding those numbers might scare people, but it, it, it excites me, right? When I look at those numbers, I think supplemental coverage should be like health insurance, yeah. right? Everybody knows about it. Most people pick it up. It's part of their benefit package. So I think it's important to have that abundance mindset when you're working in a territory. Understanding when you walk into someone, everyone's heard it. You're the fifth person this week that's come in. 
I've got this card and this card, and they're all Globe Life, right? Right, and I love the you know Justin. <laughs> Justin always uses the line. That's exactly why I'm here. Exactly right? why I'm here. It's yeah. Exactly why I'm here. And just again, it's that mindset, having that positive mindset, right? Awesome, awesome. Did you have a chance to sit down with them? Right, it could have been an agent that was two days out in the field, had no idea what they're doing. Right, right? they're just trying to learn the system. They're trying to get to those hundred demos. Right, I don't know how many times that we've walked in, you know, and yep, they've been so here, just here, just here. And they pick it up, everything up. They pick it up right there, right. and they never even saw it. Right, right, and it's just having that mindset going, staying positive. Yeah. Right, and understanding that again, you know, we worked with a new agent that a week before someone had done a train more in his area, small little town. Yeah. Right, every and I think a lot of times it's a mindset. We're like, man, everybody I sit, everyone I talk to, right, talk to. But if you really break it down, it's two out of the ten people, right, right, three out of twenty, right, right. So it's really not every single person, yeah, right. But we up. we tend to tend to gear to the negative side sometimes. Yeah. And understand like, hey, eight out of the t- eight out of the ten people never heard about us, right. So and I think it's just going in there and you know when someone comes and says, hey, you know, I just talked to someone, getting excited about it. And yeah. they know who you are. Awesome. So did you get an opportunity to check this out? No, we didn't. Right. Yeah, yeah I think most of the time when people walk in, especially, I would say especially newer people, uh, when they come into a business and they hear that someone has been there either yesterday or the day before, the immediate reaction is, is very much the opposite. And it's just you got in there, you know that somebody has talked to them recently, and it's like, Woo-hoo, let's go. You know, you know exactly who we are. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's awesome. I think it's refreshing, and uh, more people need to adopt it. So, and that, that's that's really what this episode is all about. So, um, how do you I guess specific? How would you explain like when you hear somebody is working in you know your area, your surrounding areas? What is your immediate reaction? Yeah, so I get excited. So actually, you know, um, Dylan, see when they first came out, they were pretty close to where I was working, right? Yeah. Um, and I get excited because. Again, guys, how many of us run into people saying, Dylan, where were you two months ago? Right? I lost everything five years ago. I tell everybody, McCook, Nebraska, it's right on the Kansas border, 7,500 people. Please come and do a trade more there. <laughs> I, I don't have enough time uh, in the day to catch everybody. So I think that's the biggest thing is, again, I go back to that mindset, just understanding, guys, that there's so many people that need help. We just don't have enough time to help them. Yeah, and the more right? people that know about it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's more, more names you have. How I mean, if anybody gets to the area, I love getting to the area. There's like 200 names. I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a great week, <laughs> uh, yeah. right? <laughs> when I sit down with people, because what happens is everybody now is a warm lead, right? Right. Compared to when you're walking into an area where there's no names and no one knows you, it's straight up cold calling, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Justin said it's not even fair when you got a names list. Yeah. Right. It's just not fair. So, it's, what is your mentality though when you do walk into a place that doesn't have any names? Yeah, and I think it's just, again, switching it the other way. Like, no one's been here. Right. <laughs> right? It's just that whole mindset. Like, this area's never been touched. Now I get to set that tone and really build that names list up. Um, you know, and so it's just, again, it's just that mindset going in saying, hey, you know, here's a great opportunity. I have names list. I have people to work with. Um, and, again, I think it's just going, when you run into people, say, hey, I've, you know, I've been here last week. You know, someone just came in here. Uh, understanding that, um, you know, it's just how you re- react to anything, right? A lot of yeah. people that follow me, like, man, David, everybody you run into, you know, you either set a demo or family protector, like everyone loves you. I think it's just having that mindset when you walk in. And I tell people my goal to everything is to serve them before I even bring up who I am. 
right? Talk about their, you know, Dylan's beautiful eyes laugh. or his curls. <laughs> make him laugh, right? I tell new agents, especially new agents I'm training, focus on making people stop checking contacts, start checking smiles, right? I'm going to get 25 smiles a day before I even jump into anything. And so having that names list, I love having a good names list because I just give them the iPad, right? It's just, again, it's awesome to have those warm leads. So I encourage people to work in an area and over, work it over, 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 over. Yeah. Um, and so just having that mindset is, I think, really important. And then abundance mindset and everything, right? Referrals, mm-hmm. right? Contacts, recruits. Again, those numbers, I mean, we have so many people to help, so we have a lot of people to cover. And we need, there's, there's a lot of great, phenomenal people out there that need to be here at Family Heritage. Yeah. Right? And we need to have that abundance mindset. Again, how do you have that? You talk about every single uh, – today, right, we're, we're in Arlington, Texas. I'm with, um, with Terrell, right? We walk into this business to go buy some stuff, and this lady, she had the uh, big, beautiful smile, great personality. And I walk out, I'm like, man, I got to go share the opportunity with her. Like, she needs to be with Family <laughs> Heritage, right? Think about if 2,000 agents in Family Heritage – like, this is crazy. Think about if they brought in just one person a year, just a solid person every year. Like, do that math, That's right? In four or five years, I mean, we're talking over 100, 200,000 agents, right? Just, ha- again, breaking that big number down to very, you know, breaking it down to the very basic what goals I need to do today. Yeah, absolutely. Would you mind uh, sharing, I mean, I know that you've got a pretty, pretty, I would say, beautiful perspective on you know, the potential of what family heritage could be from where it is now, um, as well as just, I guess, some of your goals for what you guys would like to build. And, you know, the, I know that you talk about Nebraska and, you know, wanting to make family heritage a household name, but will you, will you talk a little bit about that stuff? Yeah, so something I actually really adapted the last three months is build where you stand, right? And, uh, um, you know, I think family heritage, you know, I tell people there's not a better culture, right? When I'm doing interviews, I tell people this all the time, like, I'm, I'm a better man, a better husband, a better father because of family heritage, right? Yes, residual income is really good. Yes, the culture is phenomenal. We have great products. What's really awesome is that we, we have the best products out there, right? We've seen it, right? We dominated the we, door-to-door, dominated there, and now we're doing, uh, you know, B2B and dominating there too, right? We sit down with every single person, and we know we have a better product, right? Right? So... Awesome. Checklist. We have the best product out there, right? What about the culture? I love, we, I, I have, awesome. this is going to be the biggest, uh, this, the most uh, agents I've ever had in mid-year meeting. I think we're going to have 20 of them here. Um, and just their excitement because they've seen the culture at, you know, involved level and transparent level. Now they're going to see the culture. They're going to see Kid Matson. They're going to hear a story of Howard Lewis. Really the core of, of who we are, family heritage, the culture is phenomenal. Yeah. Right. So we have an amazing culture and the pay is not bad either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I tell people I love that. I can tell people my my wife will never, ever uh, have to think about, you know, money ever again in her life. Right. Yeah. That is phenomenal to be able to say. So we have a we have the best product. We have the best culture. Uh, we have we pay our agents better than anyone else does. We 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 need to be number one. There's no other company out there. So. My vision is is that we build where we stand, right? It's very simple, right? We should be the number one products in our hometown and probably within a couple hours, right? Build where you stand. But also, I tell people, you know, um, if it takes me five or 20, 30 years, um, 
you know, I want to see Family Heritage number one in, in all the United States. Yeah. Right. Make it a household and, name. Yeah, household name where when you say Family Heritage Gold Life, like they're like, oh, yeah, I know who you guys are. My brother has it or my cut. Yeah, you get, right? Just like that Aflac name. Everyone knows Aflac, right? And I think it's just the same concept with Family Heritage. Everyone needs to know who we are. Right. Yeah, I mean, the difference, right, between, you know, us and Aflac and where we allocate our funds, Aflac spends roughly $300 million a year on the duck. And, uh, you know, we just put that money some other places to, and it allows us to have the best product by far on the market. I tell people, it's, it's kind of like, I tell people, it's kind of like uh, the Huskers and, you know, the Hawkeyes, right? <laughs> Hawkeyes, not a, you know, it's not a terrible team. They're just not the Huskers, right? Right. Uh, same concept <laughs> with, uh, you know, Aflac and our competitors. I love that they're, you know, they're trying to help people and, and that they're offering that, right? I think sometimes... You know, I tell people I love running to Aflac people because they've already built the need, right? They, they've they gotten in there. Now we can offer something better, right? Right. Uh, and I think that's what's really awesome about what we do is understanding that, you know, we do have something that's better. Aflac's a great company. They just don't offer what we do, right? right. Kind of like you said, like, it's really awesome to be able to see that culture and just the way, I mean, we talk about it every year, but I've never been to, I've been in sell, a lot of sales, different sales jobs. The bonuses don't get better every year. It's always the opposite, right? right? It's harder to get to the next level. The bonuses get, go down or more difficult. And every year here, the bonuses, the pay, everything gets better, right? It knows you're, you, you know you're in the right place. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's a, a huge part of the opportunity, right? There, a lot of the what drives or, I guess, attracts people here. It's, it was funny. I was talking to someone in an interview yesterday, and, uh, and I would say for the last – I think the last three interviews that I've had, the person actually said, I never thought I would ever be in insurance. And I can't count on two hands how many people that we work with directly that said the exact same thing before they came here, including myself. Um, but it's, it's just fun to see how, you know, having such a great product attracts people that never thought they would be in this world. And then, you know, just to, the cherry on top is the financial opportunity is, is second to none. Or whether what people want to make a hundred thousand dollars in a year, or eight hundred thousand dollars a year, or six million dollars in a year, it's all possible. It just really comes down to what people are willing to work for, and uh, you know when we become a household name, it's uh, it's going to be cool to be sitting around a room with you know two thousand plus other people that are all you know sitting very pretty financially and providing an amazing service to you know their communities and everybody around them. Well, I like that you know just the little things. Uh, you know, I love sitting here listening listen to you, uh, you know, when, right? You, you, when you said when, you put a big smile, you were emphasize that, right? Those little things, to have abundance mindset, right? You got to speak it out. You got to yeah. not say if, you know, use those when I'm going to, right? I'm going to hit it this week, right? right? Um, and again, even if you don't believe it, tell yourself that, yeah. right? If you're like, I can't write 50000 a week. I can't. There's no way I could build a team like Dylan's. There's no way I could. Right, try it. It works. After time, you're going to start believing it. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow my business ten times bigger than Dylan's. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go protect fifty families this week. Right? right? Even though last week you only protected two. Right? I'm gonna do right. fifty. Right? Yeah. And when you hit fifty, I'm gonna do a hundred. <laughs> right? I'm gonna do two hundred. Right? And so, just I think having an abundance mindset is really important to speak into existence. When I first came here. It was crazy watching, you know, listening to Aaron Stolp and Justin Ellingson and Jake Osowski, like 
talking to themselves in the car. I still remember yeah, like crazy. Aaron Stolt pulling over and saying, all right, David, roll your window down, lay back, close your eyes. I'm like, uh, what's going on here, right? Right. Meditating, then self-talk. It's the same thing with abundance mindset. Yeah. Like speaking into existence and then going and doing it and understanding that like there's no, like that's what's really awesome. There's no limitations on what you can accomplish here, right? There's no ceilings for building a team. There's no ceilings on how many people you can sign up, right? Um, so I think just constantly telling yourself that, you know, you can achieve those goals, then eventually you start believing it. Yeah, that's huge. And, you know, some people say fake it till you make it. Um, I think a better way to put that is project it till you perfect it. Just put it out there over and over and over again because they say that everything happens twice, right? Once in our mind and once in real life. So the, the more that we, the better we can get as sil- at silencing the thoughts that tell us that we can't do something or something is too grand, an adventure, or too grand a, a goal or an opportunity, and just being like, nope, if I'm willing to work for it and I start to work towards developing the confidence to believe that it can happen, then it will, right? That's just, the, that's just how things work, right? Everything happens twice, once in your mind and once in real life. So um, thank you for sharing all that you've shared. Is there anything else that you'd want to kind of leave people with just in terms of abundance mindset or or anything in regards to what we do? Yeah, I mean, I think one big thing, um, I'd recommend 10X by Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. It is a phenomenal book. Um, But yeah, like I said, pretty much have an abundance mindset, just believe you can do it is not enough, right? It's those action steps um, really I think, you know, having an abundance mindset and believing big is so important. You got to do it in every aspect of your life. Yeah. Right? And just try, just try it, right? I, I love Dylan said on a train where he said, try to be perfect for one week. I love that. Like, try to be perfect for one day. Try to believe, right, and say, I'm going to do this just for a week, just for an hour, right? Start little, right? Okay, little right. things create big results. And that's what's really, I, you know, you look at these, you know, these, these a lot of mentors and and great leaders here. You understand, like Dylan, you know, started, you know, very young at knocking doors. But when he was young, he knew nothing. Right. Right. There's the only difference between, you know, someone new and someone experienced is, or someone that's been in for a while is experience and knowledge. Right. right. That's it. Everyone can obtain that. Right. And it's just the experience and knowledge that you have soaked in throughout the you know ten fifteen years or 20 years of your life is, you know, what made you the, the person you are today. And I think looking at that, and again, looking at someone true for everyone, yeah, right. looking at someone yeah. saying, Hey, I can accomplish this. Right. Um, it might take me five, 10 years, right. You've worked on yourself over and over and over and over. Right. It didn't happen overnight. <laughs> I think that's what's really important is having that abundance mindset. It starts little, yeah. right. Do those little things and they will create those big results. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Crushmore. We appreciate you being here, brother. Always good spending time with you, man. Come on, hit one more of those buttons. (laughs) Give us a couple. (laughs) Great job, brother. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.